and a boyfriend. Karma is a god. Is that the word? Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is a breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma's a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not sweet like cunning? Look what you've done. <laughs> look what you have done. Ooh, look what you made me do. That's a song of hers, too. My tea bag is getting all over my lap. You're getting better at like looking towards me when we're speaking, which is great because it keeps everything going. But what'll happen is when you when you speak away, then that microphone right here. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> that was so disgusting. <laughs> So sorry. Did <laughs> <laughs> that make you uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, it did. Is it because I told you about my dream? <laughs> no, no, you tried. Why would I make a blushing bride for you, Jaren? <laughs> I would be the best stay-at-home wife. Oh, <laughs> I would be too. Oh Remember? God! Uh, like we just want to be—we're <laughs> just gonna be alone together. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those two drag queens that oh have their own God. podcast? <laughs> There's so many. Are the you... the Trixie, the Trixie and Katya. That's us. Oh my God! I got... <laughs> but just <laughs> anybody's gonna compare us to anybody. I don't think it would be two drag queens. We look but nothing. We, don't, we are nowhere okay, near Okay, I mean glamorous. like our chemistry and like our the, laughs and like the, us, the yes. goofiness and everything. Well, we have been very in sync this evening. Literally, oh, yeah. the second. Both manic. <laughs> the second that Lars sat down <coughs> on my porch Jesus. this evening on the deck, we have been in sync. It mm-hmm. has been so funny. Anyway, b- before we get more into any of all of that, <clears throat> we're not going to do you folks dirty like we did last week. Mm-mm. <laughs> Hold on. Dirty? What do we do dirty? Hey, everybody. How are we doing today? My name's Jaren. My pronouns are he, him. <laughs> My name's Lars. My pronouns are he, him. And we are your host of... Typically a Divergent Podcast. Where we are manic right now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> This is a nice high for us to be riding on. And oh, you yeah. are so lucky to be catching on to this because it, it has been What a what a month. What what a month. What a day. What a week. What a week. What a semester. Oh my god. School. Oh, before uh we talk about anything, just hey, I want to make sure I get this said. For those in America where we celebrate those three colors together with explosions please be safe this week yes i stay the fuck away from fireworks yes i do not mess They're very with dangerous shit. especially when you have alcohol involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and when i was when um, i was a young poor boy yes that's still legit um <laughs> you're not young n- but I'm not Methuselah either. I don't know who that is, but you know, you're right. Oldest you're man born. in the Bible. He was like three million years old. Okay, maybe not three million, but he was really old. But anyway, what, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, the 4th of July is actually the deadliest um, holiday for car accidents. I learned that when I had to take a class because I got a speeding ticket when I was really young. And I got so many speeding tickets. For, for me to not have the point on my license, they told me to take this class Uh and then my point would be taken off my license oh you did like a a full like program program for a deferral program oh my deferral programs were never like that just paid a ticket and you just stay clean for six really i didn't pay 12 months i said no oh and the judge was like okay well then you need to take this class he took pity on me it was my first ticket how old were you probably 18 or 19 
Okay. Okay. I was 18 when I got my first. No, I was 17 because I was smoking cigarettes. And I was Ooh. smoking with a red lighter, and then I got older. Still 13 years later smoking, and still won't use a red lighter, because everyone thinks that they're bad luck. But When I was a young warthog. When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> so, do you, do you mind if I tell everybody what news we got today? Sure. Our therapist is moving to Spain. That's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Madrid. Is, oh, leaving us. That that's actually where it is that she's going. Yeah, I think so. So uh, we are still processing everything, and it's going to be all right. We'll figure <sighs> things out. Um, for anybody that reaches out to us and uh, says, "Oh, you know, like just get another therapist," it's uh, not that more, easy. Not that mm-hmm. easy. A lot more difficult than that. She's just one of those people who I just connected with immediately, yeah. and I feel comfortable with, and mm-hmm. we can like come. We like we could probably we would probably be really good friends outside work i've i've wanted to like yeah make that comment to her but i was like nope don't do that you don't need more friends in your life that you're gonna have to give more attention to that you clearly do not have right now the energy for so but at least we have a friend in madrid uh, yeah <laughs> I can't and, go there by ourselves and, and as of right now it and and <laughs> as of september would will be teletherapist yes uh so we're gonna see how that goes it'll be difficult with emdr because oh, yeah. you have You've got your sensory uh-huh. side of it that you need to be with, present with them. Yep. However. Do you do the buzzers or does she do her hands? I do the buzzers. Like the, the vibrating buzzer. It's by, it's using bilateral mm-hmm. sti- bilateral stimulation. stimulation. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I am very nervous. And I hope that she will just have like a, a list of people that she could be like, <clears throat> these are some well-trusted people that I know that maybe like you might get along with. But again, mm-hmm. like that's not really expected of her no she and also that's gonna be only just a few names because emdr therapists in fort wayne or there's only like five of them (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i need a female therapist uh trauma experience like 20 plus years Mm -hmm. and i need like a a well-rounded uh what no that's not well-rounded like a well-seasoned trauma Mm -hmm. therapist because of the kind of work that she has done with the kind of people that she has worked with for as long as she has. I'm like, I need that again. And that was the reason that she stuck out to Jenny and I, because she was disabled or is disabled. Mm-hmm. She's worked with the LGBTQIA people like community for years. Mm-hmm. She's part of the community. She's part of the community. So she's queer herself. And she's also done work with the VA. Yeah. And she has worked with some very seriously traumatized veterans. Yeah. And she has really helped to pull some people out. Yeah. So she called Lars and then she called me and Lars told her exactly how he felt. And I, all I could muster up was, well, you've got some big things happening in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I told her how I felt, but I, I had in the moment of in what the, you could. Yeah. In the moment for what I could, I, yeah. I told her that I would miss her greatly yeah. and that I'm sad that she's going to be away and that I really care for her and like how much she's helped me. But then I was like, but going to Spain by yourself, oh, I know. Yes, queen. yes, queen. I uh, Erica, that is so brave. Erica's mother. <laughs> Erica's that is so mother. brave, and yes. so like, I'm just I'm so jealous of her. <laughs> yeah, I told Lars that um, when she called me and she said, "Hey, this is Erica. I have something to tell you." My first thought was. Oh, she's uh, dropping me as a patient. I, I could have handled that better. <laughs> Which we know that she would have done if that were to be something that she do- has done in the past or yeah. would have to do would be done in person. It would not be done over the phone. And I was like, I know, but I could I could manage that better than being told that like you're moving instead right. of like you're still going to be here in Fort Wayne, but like you won't let me see you anymore. Right. So we're okay. Yeah. I I feel okay because we've been laughing for the last. 45 minutes. <laughs> but I mean, Lars came over and we started to get the conversation going because we both knew that we both had gotten this call, but he came from eating out with Jen. Mm-hmm. So he's had a drink or two. Is it okay that I say that? Yeah, that's okay. fine. <laughs> he's had a drink or two. Just little baby ones. And loosened me up a bit. And then I just looked at him and was like, so 
how do you feel? And he goes, oh, since the call. And so then after that, we started making jokes and then things got better. So then then things got a little weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things did get really weird. (laughs) And then they got weird in the studio too. (laughs) Batting my eyelashes. He was giving me these baby doll eyes. Like, (laughs) I don't, I'm going to do this. This is for Heather. I'm just not used to a man standing over me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it! We pinned again. Uh, okay, keep it going. That's all right. Well, <laughs> speaking yeah, of men exciting. standing over, <laughs> <laughs> so that was my week. That's my mental health. How are you doing? I'm good. I had a good day. Good. I went to Ophelia's with Jenny because she got her wheelchair. Oh, hell yeah. So we wanted to celebrate that. She is going to be extra cruising. She got a brand new wheelchair. And the person that was handling the wheelchair and, and the insurance uh-huh. surprised her with a um, a smart drive. So it's something that helps push the wheelchair. Oh, right. So she doesn't have, like, if she wants to be, like, she wants to go to the zoo or go grocery shopping, she just has to hit a button and it just pushes her. It's like a, it's like being in first gear in a car. Yeah. So that was the highlight of honestly right. the whole month we haven't really talked about jen's uh disability do you want to take a second to uh speak on that she um jenny has a genetic disorder or disease uh-huh. either either or and it's called ehlers danlos syndrome which is called is short for eds long for eds long for eds <laughs> yes she it's a connective tissue disorder okay. so basically the connective tissue is what ho- is holding your body together yeah Almost, it's kind of like the tendons of your body. Yeah, it's 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 all the tendons and the mm-hmm. joints within the joints. your boins. Yeah, your boins, your boins, your joints within your boins, bones. And what happens with EDS is that 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 tissue is faulty, so it's not mm-hmm. strong. And so, obviously, the nerve sensors in your body are going to be inflamed. Yeah, um, and it causes a lot of pain all over your body. Mm-hmm. There's different types of EDS. There's vascular which is thank goodness she does not have which mm-hmm. is um will cut your life short mm-hmm. um because it affects your blood vessels in your your heart uh-huh. the kind that jenny has is hypermobile basically it's just your connective tissues uh-huh. and so she is double jointed she can her hips will pop out of socket sometimes like her arm her shoulders will pop out of socket so like her joints are very easily like mendable like she's very fragile yeah it's not like she's not like Gumby. Yeah, she's not like Gumby. Like she sometimes her extremities will just stop working. Like like she's holding like a cup and her hands will just open and she'll she'll drop a glass. Mm. Or she'll be going down the stairs and her ankle just like locks mm-hmm. and she could fall, which has happened in the past couple of years that's happened. It gets progressively worse every generation, so with Jenny being the third generation that we know of with that disease, of course, like it's gotten, it's, it's been pretty difficult for her, yeah. but she has a really great team of doctors that help with the symptoms because there's not really, there's not a cure for it. Mm-hmm. It's just managing the symptoms. And, um, Fort Wayne is getting a little bit better about having doctors present in the city that deal with EDS. Cause it's getting a little bit more traction in the medical world. Uh-huh. It's very underdiagnosed. Yeah. So it's something that a lot of people probably have. It's just not something that we have a lot of information on. So that's Jen. That's Jen. <laughs> well, she's um, more than that. Yeah. But <laughs> she um she is a part-time wheelchair user. So she doesn't she's not completely like immobile. Yeah. So she's able to walk, but like long distances, she does need the wheelchair. Yeah. So, so this wheelchair that she got is going to make her independence much more fulfilling yeah yeah uh i'm I'm sure everybody in the tri-state area of indiana um, has been experiencing a lot of (laughs) (laughs) smoke uh global climate change is a thing and not only that but like the wildfires and like because it's hotter and there's less rain and so like you know all these things are going to get worse and there's more uh, wildfires every year as the years progress Mm -hmm. anyway i digress (laughs) um the I uh, went kayaking with my dad yesterday, 
Yeah, and, I wanted you to tell me about and this. My, and my Please stepmom. Tell me about this. Okay. And my stepmom and her oldest grandchild. Uh, this is this is a comical story, but also like I would also like to check my privilege here when I before I say that. Okay, I understand that I'm a privileged white man in the situation that I we experienced yesterday. So my dad was a police officer for 33 years. Still carries his badge from the city in his wallet. Um, and whenever he gets pulled over, I mean, this man <laughs> does not get in trouble for anything. Okay. That does not mean that my dad has done anything illegal, right. bad. I mean, no, like not, e- not, not, not even like a pen, uh, victimless crimes, nothing like that. Okay. Right. My dad drives like a cop. He speeds. The gentleman at said company that we were renting our kayaks from, <laughs> my dad and his wife brought their own and then they rented two. When you rent, that type of equipment, it comes with everything that you need, including a life vest. Apparently in the state of Indiana, it is required that you are, you have one with you mm-hmm. that is wearable. The guy was like trying to tell my dad because like, hey, like, you know, like it's the law, you got to wear these. And my dad was like, well, they never told me that I ever had to, you know, wear these before. And I talked to the deputy of so-and-so in this one area mm-hmm. and like they said I don't need them and it's not, that, that's not the truth. And respectfully though my dad is saying this respectfully because he brought like this other floaty device that like you like sit on i guess Mm -hmm. but it's not something you wear whatever and the guy was like all right well if you get picked up then i guess you know you're gonna get ticketed and my stepmom was like i'm not paying for the ticket john he was like all right it's all right i'll pay for it we get in there and then we're 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 floating we're Mm -hmm. we're we're kayaking and my dad was like at some point a comment is made while we are on the river like you know i think he was just doing that because he was just trying to get that extra 16 dollars out of us because he's trying to run a business yeah and he's just in it for every little penny. We go into our first bridge, and there is um, a like a, a state park trooper, a DNR, a DNR. Ooh, they got a lot of power. But he's like driving slowly over this bridge, and it was like, boom! How is it that like as soon as we're coming up on this bridge, right? Of course, you're gonna be right there. Yeah. So he was like, hey, folks, can you stop over here for a second? He does no, like the, the cop wave, uh, no. and I do not like dealing with the fucking law no and i, and I know that like i'm safe but still like we are right. we are in the presence of an officer and again mm-hmm. we're safe it's nothing like me being in danger of my mm-hmm. life because again like i am a white man i am fortunate mm-hmm. um so do you got your life vests and dad's like no and he's like well where'd you get that stuff at like did they tell you and he was like yeah but like I, you know i'm not i'm not paying it and I, and I spoke to so and so and da 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 and he was like, All right, well, I'm gonna have to write to you a ticket. Can I get can I get your ID? My son goes, I don't have my ID on me. And my dad goes, Yeah, sure, I got mine, pulls out his. Officer opens it up and there's my dad's badge. They have this conversation back and forth for a little bit. <laughs> Nonetheless, we got away with it. Right. They did. They got away with some without getting a ticket. Yeah. We're we're down the river and you know, the conversation for about 20 to 30 minutes is about not not mainly focused around this, but like we keep coming back to it. And I was like, oh my God, I just need to relax, you guys. Like, right. I don't want to talk about this anymore. So, uh, that's kayaking with my dad. Interesting. So, still a great time. No no shade Good. to my dad. I'm not I'm not pissing on him or anything. Yeah. Oh my god, speaking of, I have a pee pants story. Pee pants? <laughs> So now, so we had poop, and now we have pee. Uh, parents of family members that are not queer skip the next three minutes. Oh, sorry, I probably should have gave them more time. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, skip three minutes, and then immediately go into it. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. all right. So I'm going to start that story over because I clearly did not give any of them enough time. <laughs> so I have a Prince Albert. And sometimes when you urinate, when you're standing, if you don't have that twisted to the side, you're going to pee out of your second hole. And sometimes it gets on your pants. It got on my shorts while I was at the gym. That's why I wanted to talk about the gym. Okay. I I used the urinal because I really, I had to go poop. Yeah. And uh, both urinals were closed. Not urinals, stalls. Stalls. (laughs) My name's Jaren. I've been using the boys' room my entire life. (laughs) I know the difference. When I went to go wash my hands, oh, a, a stall opens up. So I go inside the stall. I, I'm there for like five minutes. I get up and I, I, I realize like my lap is wet. And I was like, damn, like I must have really been sweaty or something. Like I don't remember feeling that anywhere else on my body in that area. 
And then I, as soon as I opened up the stall, there that was my my piece spot on my shorts. No, I did not do that as content for you guys. Okay, it just happened. But it here we are. Just... Even when I go pee, like I I don't have a penis and I still dribble. Everybody dribbles. Everybody dribbles. Well, it's more than a dribble. Yeah. Sometimes well, with this. Yeah. Pi. That's okay. Anyway, hey, fo- just pee. Hey, parents. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back <laughs> like how i just like it's just pee uh anyway do it do you have um, anything else that you want to say before we get into today's uh topic i just want to give a shout out to my college success coach cassidy she's just the real deal Aww. she always makes me feel better when i'm feeling very um just down about classes yeah if i'm not doing well or if i made a mistake or if I didn't maybe make the right decision, she always has my back, and she always meets you where I'm at, and I just love her. Oh, well, thanks, Cassidy. Cassidy, right? Yes, her name okay. is Cassidy. I just really appreciate the hell out of her. Okay. All right, I'm going to go pee. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> and one day, when we're making money and we have sponsors, an ad would go right there. Um, okay, so neither one of us really like <laughs> prepared each other for what we were going to be doing today. So we're <laughs> going to be doing Glitch in the Matrix, um, <laughs> parallel universes, different realms kind of stuff tonight. We're giving you a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we also want you to know that, as always, like we would love to hear from you folks. And these are, if you have a story like something like what we might yes. be talking about, we would love that. Um, I think I might be able to share an experience or two. Well, okay, so right now, tonight, I'm wearing a yellow shirt that Lars a couple weeks ago thought was a different shirt <laughs> and scared me. And it was so like, sorry. oh my God, did we just slip into a different dimension or a parallel universe? Did we, are we in a different reality? And I was like, stop it, stop it. I got um Jenny and I... Um, have decided to do the password too. Oh, great. Okay. So th- yeah. I have a story on passwords. Yeah. And All right. Cool. Okay. Let's hear it. All of my stories are from Reddit. <clears throat> Love Reddit. All right. So this is called a parallel life slash awoken by a lamp. And this was like one of the top ones. Okay. okay. My last semester at a certain college, I was assaulted by a football player for walking where he was trying to drive. Note, he was 325 pounds and I was 120. While unconscious and on the ground, I lived a different life. Oh, okay. I met a wonderful young lady. She made my heart skip and my face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a few jerk boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, we got married and almost immediately bore a daughter. I had a great job and my wife didn't have to work outside of the house. When my daughter was two, my wife had bore us a son. My son was the joy of my life and I would walk into his room every morning before I left for work and doted on him and my daughter. One day while sitting on the couch, I noticed that the perspective of the lamp was odd, like inverted it was still in 3d but just wrong it was a square lamp base red with gold trim on four legs and a white square shade i was transfixed i couldn't look away from it i stayed up all night staring at it the next morning i didn't go to work something was just not right about the lamp i stopped eating i left the couch only to use the bathroom at first soon i stopped that too and i wasn't eating or drinking i stared at the fucking lamp for three days before my wife really got really worried she had someone come and try and talk to me but by this time my cognizance was Mm -hmm. breaking up and my wife was just freaking out she took the kids to her mother's house just before i had my epiphany the lamp is not real the house is not real my wife my kids none of this is real the last 10 years of my life are not fucking real. The lamp started to grow wider and deeper. It was still inverted dimensions and it took up my entire perspective and all I could see was red. I heard voices, screams, all kinds of weird noises and I became aware of pain, a fucking shit ton of pain. The The first words I said were, I'm missing teeth. I opened my eyes. I was laying on the back of the sidewalk, laying on my back on the sidewalk, surrounded by people that I didn't know. Lots were freaking out. I was completely confused. At some point, a cop scooped me up, dragged slash walked me to the sidewalk, and threw me face down on the back of a cop car. I was so confused. I was taken to the hospital by the cop. Seems he didn't want to wait for an ambulance to arrive and get a CT scan and all that shit. 
I went through about three years of horrid depression. I was grieving the loss of my wife and children and dealing with that knowledge that never existed. I was scared that I was going insane as I would cry myself to sleep, hoping that I would wake, I would be in her dreams. I never have, but sometimes I see my son, usually just a glimpse out of the peripheral vision. He is perpetually five years old. I can never hear what he says. This is something that a person claimed happened to them. Yes, he was hit in the head or he was, he was knocked out. That's a coma. So during he was in a coma, <laughs> but he was he was so during present day for maybe a couple seconds or a couple minutes, however long he was unconscious, because a coma would be a lot longer than that. For that set for that very short amount of time, he had lived a ten year life with a right. woman and a whole history with kids. That's nuts. And a routine and a job. Oh, that is my that's wild. God, that <clears throat> that is what scares me so much about. <sighs> For anybody that's new, long time ago, I had a very traumatic event. But right before the event became traumatic, there was this beautiful experience that I had where I saw myself in all these different other timelines making the same mistake that I constantly was making at that time in my life. And so I like I beat this test, and then immediately right after that, within seconds, was my traumatic event. And so knowing that I believe that it is possible for me to still feel those other Jarens and know that there are other Larses and Jennies and all these other people that are like currently in my life and important, knowing that like they could all be living this different life and or what happened that night since that night, I've been dead since. My brain can't wrap my, <laughs> like I can't wrap my brain around that. I don't think I said any of that right. <clears throat> No, it, it makes knowing, sense. Knowing, knowing that all of those, all of those copies of all of us exist, and also knowing that because time is not real, no, and it, there is, I heard this on a podcast recently. They said uh, we have more proof that time is not like nonlinear and mm-hmm. um, than we do that it is. Mm-hmm. Knowing that in any moment, my experience right now could all be a dream you know like merrily 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 life is but a dream or deja vu oh my god i've had so much deja vu specifically lately it's like it it comes in waves where i have lots of deja vu and then nothing for months well okay so with the schumann resonance i think i said that right this time like with that wave that they're measuring it is is possible that other parallel dimensions are closing in on themselves. I mean, we've literally had, there's so much going on and so many major events, either like this timeline of this world, like is on its way to be like ending or they're all collapsing in on itself. And then like earth's reality is falling apart. I think of the end times that I was taught from when I was a child. Yeah. I know how the earth will just become chaotic. And so sometimes I have to stop myself from going into that rabbit hole because I'm like, oh my God, is it, is is it time? Right. Is this it? Is God going to come back now? Yeah. Is he going to end it all? Those are, oh, hey, trigger warning, you guys. If you have uh, religious trauma. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Watch your mental health this week. Yes. Uh, Tiptoe around it. Yes. Oh my God. But that's where my mind goes sometimes. And then I, I, then I just. I shut it off. All right. So do you want to, do you, do you have anything else to say or on that specifically? Or do you, um, are you ready to go into one of what you brought? I'm, I do want to say something about time. Okay. And you know, I'm a movie buff. Mm-hmm. Like I love movies. That's how I, that's how I disengage from the world. Yeah. Have you seen Interstellar? I do not believe so. It reminded me of when we were talking about time uh-huh. and linear and now it's not yeah. linear. And it just to give you kind of like a, just a, a quick like synopsis and I won't give anything away, but Matthew McConaughey is in it. He's the main character mm-hmm. and he um, is an astronaut and he's okay. super smart. And, and NASA asks him to aboard a shuttle to experience a black hole. Okay. Um, wow. And so like, I won't say anything more cause I don't want to give it away, but it talks about what time really is Mm -hmm. what it means how it affects us and it literally physically like the director and the writer actually physically created what time looks like okay it's 
really beautiful. Okay, then we're we've got a movie to watch. Yeah, we need to watch it together. Okay. All right. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay, so this is called I experienced a glitch where I saw the quote simulation that we were in. Someone experienced it with me and saw the same thing. Quick, right. quick preface, we are all completely sober. I'm currently driving home from my lunch break, so I'm using Siri to talk. Hopefully this makes sense. Back in the summer, we had a huge friend trip to Lake Powell. For anyone that has been there, you know it's absolutely beautiful. Anyways, we were boating through the canyons and going deeper and deeper into the canyons like at Lake Powell. At one point, I had thought in my mind something along the lines of, damn, this is a nice place. It is so beautiful. It almost looks fake or like it was designed to look this way by something. When I started saying that in my mind, a friend turned around to me and said, dude, it feels like we're in a movie and we're looking at movie props. This looks so fake. And I turned around and I looked and I said, dude, what the fuck did you just say? I was just thinking the exact same thing. We were both freaking out about it, but when it got a little freakier, we were sitting on the back of the boat looking out at 10 or so friends standing up while the boat was slowly going through the canyons. And as I watched them looking at the scenery, I experienced an altered state of consciousness. The best way to describe it is this facade of the human experience was dropped and all of a sudden my friends looked like gods or angelic beings experiencing (laughs) earth and just experiencing the moment. My friend turned to me and said, dude, look at our friends. They're so beautiful and alive. They look like angels. <laughs> and I knew at that moment we were both experiencing the same thing. The best way to describe it, what we saw, it looked like we had placed ourselves in a video game and were enjoying what we had created. It's super hard to describe this experience. If you've ever seen Maze Runner, you know how they make you forget everything before you go into the maze and yet but yet you know that you had an existence before it felt like that that nature of reality teased us and slightly withdrew and saw our friends in this earth for what it could truly be for a brief moment in time that's beautiful that is so beautiful that's like that's really living in the moment i love this is these these are my living in the moment yes these are my drug days coming out when i used to trip acid let's hear it when you can lift the veil, and again, like I, I was on LSD. Okay, does that make my experience not real? No, because why do a lot of people who take one hit of acid? Yeah, it does. I mean that in the sense of like, <laughs> oh, but you were on drugs, so it wasn't real. Because okay. like in 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 medical science, they're like, well, okay, so like with my psychosis, they're like, well, I mean, you were, you know doing all of those drugs and you were up for three days. So of course you're going to experience all of that. And I'm like, but it was, it's what happened before the psychosis. Yeah. That was the beautiful thing. Yeah. Okay. So when you, and I was not feeling those kinds of highs at that moment, when you lift the veil and you like see reality for like what it possibly is not even, mm-hmm. if that even makes any sense, it is just, it is so beautiful. I mean, like, everything is just light and energy and these things are here because we believe them to be here Mm -hmm. now okay so have you seen the matrix i've seen part of it okay so when like keanu reeves is working with that woman or maybe man i don't know (laughs) when he's that person they are like you only believe this to exist because this is only here because you believe it to be so make yourself believe it's not there and then that's how he's like able to walk through walls and jump really far because he's like again i'm just energy moving with energy and light moving within energy and light so i can make that 20 foot jump yeah because i i can believe that i can now that does not mean people to be jumping and parkouring We are not responsible for any <laughs> stupid mistakes that anybody fuck around and finds out no, about. No, absolutely sorry, not, not. stupid. Everything is a learning lesson. Well, they always, you know, we hear that phrase, well, you only use 10% of your brain. Right. And they said that Einstein could walk through walls. What? Yes. Didn't your Christian private school tell you that? <laughs> I never went to Christian private school. Oh, right. UPC. Have you ever, like been with your own thoughts and then all of a sudden you think, <laughs> have I ever okay been with my own let thoughts? me let me rephrase have you ever thought what if i didn't exist all the time like when, what is happening right now like you literally are just like what's going on right now like would like <laughs> what i mean who okay so like let's start the the basics the nothing that is currently in this room would exist in this room yeah 
that dog would not exist in this house. One time I told Erica, I said, remember, we both know that like, I'm not suicidal, but at the same time, it would be so nice if my existence just like never happened. Not I die and then people mourn for me, just my imprint on the universe never existed. Mm -hmm. So yes, I do think about that all the time. Yeah. I always also think about what are other people doing at this moment? Oh, because I'm right here. Right. But there are people around us everywhere that are moving and going to work and going to school and are having, having conversations, lives. like watching TV. Having a child. And I can't see it. So is it happening? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, okay. You know, the, <clears throat> you know, you know, the, the, the philosophical question of if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to hear it. Yeah. Does it make a sound? Yes. The answer is no, because sound waves the way that they move something has to still catch it in order for it to be heard it's not just going to happen and exist if nobody's there to listen to it so sometimes i get really spooked out if i like walk into the salon and the salon has like music still playing from the night before and i'm the one to like open yeah like nobody was in here listening to this music but this music played it was playing but nobody could hear it which means it never does it exist it doesn't exist (laughs) doesn't that just bend your mind yes it's it's how did we get on this concept anyway but no the matrix it's the same thing it's the same vein so this is again why when people are like oh the earth is flat i'm like I'm not saying you're right, (laughs) but I'm also not saying that you may not be onto something just in a two-dimensional, three-dimensional way that our brains could understand what the matrix is, because we're all just like in the computer. So like a collective collective knowledge is one way to look at it. Yeah. We are all, I feel like, I I think, I feel, I know, I believe, I can't say I know because I don't have proof, but I believe that we are all the same thing, just experiencing life through different perspectives. And because like there are different like universal timelines, you and I still have our own timeline because you still have a life, a thing, a, mm-hmm. th- a thought, you still do things on your own you still are a person so like we're all our own walking timelines and there are timelines of our timelines and there are timelines of this universe and so again like what i'm gonna just throw quantum physics you guys yes (laughs) yeah i i don't understand it but i understand science more than certain religions yeah oh yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find the story but uh, lars and i were talking about passwords So we, Nicholas and I, when Nicholas and I first got together, first got back together, I immediately had him make a password with me. That way, if I ever slip into a different (laughs) parallel universe, I can, hey, what's the password? And he's got it. I'm not going to say what it is on the show, Mm -hmm. but it is where I want to get married. Right. It's a special place in our hearts because it is a place that we went to and and we spent time at on vacation at one mm-hmm. point a long time ago. And so you and Jen made it. We have our own password now. Yes. Yeah. It's and it's also to be more like to feel grounded like with mm-hmm. anxiety and feeling panicked. Uh-huh. It's just like, okay, what's the password? So just I, I yeah. like, hey, I need to know that like I'm safe. You're here. Yeah. You are the person you are my safe person. Mm-hmm. You're not some fucking doppelganger. Those TikToks. Oh my god. <sighs> the horror ones where they're just like if you see yourself, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go. You, yeah, gotta go. you gotta go. Bye. Yeah. Okay. So this next one, I experienced a glitch where I saw the simulation that we are in. Someone <gasps> experienced. Oh, that's the same state chest. Oh my god. Sharon Michael Williams. <laughs> I was like, wow. The first couple of sentences. That's easy because you've read this one. <laughs> You're like, I know this. Ago. I know. I could probably say this one by heart. Okay, so this is another one with like time. That's exp- it deals with time. I vanished for three straight days in the middle of Pride Month. I know I technically when this comes out. Up. <laughs> I'm going to throw the fuck up. This happened in January of 2015. <gasps> I was three months pregnant with our first son. God damn it! 
I'm telling you that fucking year, man. I'm sorry. Ex-husband woke me up extremely excited. Manic, you could say. Where were you? And what the fuck? He yelled. It was no later than 4 a.m., so I was very disoriented and immediately started an argument, which ended with me not really remembering going to bed the night before. Talking more about it, I realized extra an extra two days had passed. Don't remember days of the week, but I had completely blacked out. I had a complete blackout. Last thing I remembered was throwing leftovers from the food we ordered from dinner. It was about 7 p.m., and my ex-husband went to his car back from the mechanic. He said I okayed him calling Uber from my phone, and I can't recall that. After coming back, I was nowhere to be found. My keys, wallet, and phone were there, but I was gone. He immediately went to the only neighbor that we used to hang out with at the time, and I wasn't there neither. He waited for a few more hours, and then he called the police. From what he said, next two days were hell. Hospital kept calling. I'm a nurse. Um, friends I had made plans with had called, and no one had no idea where I had been. On the third day, I just appeared in our bed in jammies, and the door was locked. My ex-husband didn't even fall, didn't even sleep. He was drinking and walking around the house all day and all night. I didn't lose my job, but we had no problems with authorities. I didn't lose my job, and luckily we had no problems with authorities. But to this day, I still still can't figure out what happened. <sighs> You know where my mind goes immediately? Drugs. But she said she was pregnant with her first son. Okay. Again. Okay. Drugs are still possible. But mm, I don't like to make that assumption because, again, with my past, when people immediately go, well, you know, that's what you get for fucking around with hard stuff. But if this person is saying that this happened to them, that I am not here, then that's not my place to say that it didn't. That is correct. But go ahead. What were you going to say? That was all. Oh, but, but I was just going to say that that for me would be, would be hell. Oh, being, would be hell. Being her or being the ex-husband? Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. (laughs) I can imagine Jenny just disappearing. Oh, I was thinking more you disappear on Jenny. Oh, that That would be awful. That'd be awful. Oh my God. But I mean, yes, of course to hate Jen, like don't disappear (laughs) for three days. Okay. I might get to see you in a couple of days. Or like aliens. Ooh. They abduct her into the little ship through the tiny hole. I Unless they are studying like genes that are not doing well on this planet. I, I mean, I'm not saying like Jen's a, mut- a mutant or anything, but like I feel like they would want like the cream of the crop down here. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. They'd yeah. be like... We're not going to make a, a a hybrid with somebody who has EDS. No, no, no. they would not. They're a bunch of Nazis, aliens. <laughs> like, it's eugenics. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, but not Nazi in the sense of, like, they're Germany. not, like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Fascism. I mean, like, as in, Are like, the eugenics. As in <laughs> <laughs> they're ableists. Well, I mean, when you... Ableism. Is it ableism or is it because they're just so much more advanced than we are because we keep getting caught in this pattern of like (laughs) greed and religion and like trying to tell other people what they want, what they should be. Well, what do you, what do you think that the aliens, do you think that they have a higher power? Oh, this is back to the thing we talked about earlier. Yeah. Where if, if they are of light and some energy like we are, then Mm -hmm. again, like I'm sure one, some of us at some point were an alien. I'm sure I probably wasn't. Bitch, I'm a probe you. (laughs) (laughs) You're so hypnotizing. That song came on my my workout playlist. That's a good song. That was when Kanye, that was right before he started to take his turn. The ledge went off the ledge. I, I liked his appearances right at that point because I like, I, I prefer the, uh, one with him and being featured in it. Yeah, I'm a probe you. Then, then I'm, I'm a, a d- the I'll be adopted to it. I'll be adopted to I'll be <laughs> harder, better, faster, stronger. That 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 that, that don't kill me. <laughs> Makes you stronger. <laughs> I hate that song. God, because that was heavily played at prom that I did not go to. When I'm in need. Okay, we're gonna get in trouble yeah. for copywriting. <laughs> We're not selling anything. Damn, she's a gold dude. No, but one day, remember I said at some right, point, true. there's going to be an ad we'll just right take there. take them down. Do it. You're so... 
Oh, I thought you were going to do a Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely not. <laughs> I need to quit smoking cigarettes. You know why? Why? I can no longer do my Dora the Explorer voice. <clears throat> Are you going to turn into Miley Cyrus? <laughs> oh, my God. Hola, soy Dora. Can you say backpack in Espanol? Great. Dozer goes, Bruh. I know. He's like, like no. I'm so sick of your shit. That was good, shit. though. That was good. Used to be better. Anyway, guys, we are all over the place today. Again, we're manic. <laughs> Hi. It's our manic episode. <laughs> there ain't no fucking disco. <laughs> fucking Brendan. God damn it. Um, okay, so I think. All right, so we've got two more. I died last night, but I am still here. So this actually happened last week. It just took some time for me to come to terms with it. I got a phone call from my next door neighbor late in the evening asking if I can help him with the mattress into his upstairs. My mom is ill and has a big heavy sleep number bed. I, of course, ran over to help because they're great neighbors. Of course, I... Oh, not my mom. His mom. Okay, his mom has that. Um, I get over there and his friend, who is also a priest, was there to help. I help... I helped them figure out how to separate the mattress from the bed so we could fit it upstairs. And we get it all moved back and back in we get it all <laughs> we get it all moved up and back in place when my neighbor asked if I could help them move in an armoire upstairs too. I think nothing of it and we pull it out of his travel trailer and start bringing it up with the front of the stairs to his house. This is where I die. The front stairs are 11 steps. I was on the lower end of the armoire about six steps up when my neighbor and his friend lose a handle on the armoire and it comes crashing down on me and I fall backwards towards the pavement. <laughs> I don't know why you laugh. I then wake up in the dining room to my phone ringing and my wife asking me if I'm going to answer the phone. My neighbor asking me if I can help move a bed upstairs for his mom. I get over there. I meet his priest friend again, as this has been go has been the first time I met him. I say I can't help with the bed, and I cannot help with the armoire. My neighbor was like, "Well, how'd you know about the armoire?" And I then proceeded to tell them, "I'm pretty sure I just died." This next hour, I spend talking with the priest. He had so many questions. My my neighbor didn't believe it until I described the upstairs bedroom in perfect detail, down to the metal mattress from the front. From the mattress frame to the floor and the intricate headboard leaning against the wall, and I had never been upstairs in their house before. The priest asked me what I saw after I died. I told him I never actually died. Before it happened, I woke up in my dining room table. So I think that is a jump in timelines. It could be. Or the or the timelines or the universe were like, hey, uh, here's another I'll try that again. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. I've had a couple. I sorry, I just had a couple thoughts right through my head. Okay. <laughs> did you see the wheels turning? I there? did. I, was like, I did. I also just realized uh, that the fan has still been going. Which again, like, I don't care. But I was like, I, I turned that off completely. Are we in a new timeline? Do you know shit. what my password is? I know what it is, but I. It's okay. I'll cut it out. <sighs> okay. So yeah, uh, timeline jumping. We, 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 if there's a weird jump cut, we kind of went all over the place for a second. Yes. See, like you and I are, our minds are similar, but I think our rationales are different. Yes. See, my, my brain goes to this person has a mental illness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, mm-hmm. I don't want to take away somebody's reality. What they think is, what they're saying is real, is real to them. Yeah. And that's what's so hard. Yeah, because how are you going to look at somebody and say that your their experience is not true to them? Yeah, because and that's like a core belief of not a core belief, but like something that I wholeheartedly believe in. Yeah. Like that's something that probably like it's it's the new golden rule. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I I struggle with that, and I struggle with um when they say that like drugs and um mental health being involved makes the diagnosis a certain way because my shaman has. A client who on this plane in science is diagnosed as schizophrenic, but mm-hmm. in her spiritual world and like the things that she as a shaman has experienced and has worked with him, his soul is actually just an alien from a different planet or whatever. And so like the the connection with the soul and the mind and like the mouth and his experience to this world 
is yeah. is struggling to adapt. And so, sure, we can say he has this problem. And if people believe that like demons can possess people, then why can't we believe that there's like a a soul of a different planet and universe that is trapped in this body that's just struggling to mm-hmm. adapt? Um, I mean, I believe I'm a star seed, and like mm-hmm. you know, that's also saying that I am not originally from this planet. Mm-hmm. Just because you're born here doesn't mean that like anybody's originally from here, right? You know, um, I think we have time for one more. I love hearing these stories. Okay, so this one is: I don't think I am in my universe anymore. Sorry, this is the wrong thing to post on the sub, but I have just had the freakiest encounter at work. So I work in the phone shop in the big city in the UK. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was Hello, Governor. Hello, hello Governor. That's such an American thing for us to be like. And also on the Great British Breaking Show, one of the uh, patrons, <laughs> she was like, you know, uh, they were doing something with aubergine. And then and she was talking with them and th- she was like, yeah, over in America, they call it eggplant. I'm like, you want some eggplant? Some eggplant on your hamburger? <laughs> And french fries <laughs> she's like it's called an aubergine i only work there as part-time at the university for the rest of my time i normally work mondays and thursdays of those times fit around my timetable at best i wouldn't say i'm the best at my job but i hit all my targets every month and i am a, i have a good banter with people that i work with so i was working today and we were relatively busy in our store and i should say that there isn't a queue in our shop people just sort of wander in and wait around so I was about, it was about 2 p.m. and I had just finished with the customer. The next customer came and sat down in front of me and I asked for two minutes just to sort out some paperwork. The gentleman was wearing a black leather jacket with short hair and an earring in his left ear. He also had a scar above his eyebrow. I started, that sounds like me, I started the sale. <laughs> I started this sale and a whole part of our sale process is getting to know the customer and what their lifestyle is like. I find this is the funniest part because you can get to know people really well and interesting hearing all about other people's lives. So when the customer explained that he has an eight-year-old daughter named Ellie, his wife had just gotten a new job and he was a huge football fan at the same team I support. After a few more minutes, he settled on a new phone, Samsung S10e. And I sold him, don't know what that is, I'm Apple. I sold him a tablet to give to Ellie for Christmas, Samsung Tab A. I got his receipt. (laughs) I got his receipt, put everything in the bag, shook his hand, and he left. It was approximately 2.30 at this point. So I finished up my paperwork and go back out to the shop floor and serve the next customer. Not five minutes into that conversation, the guy walks into the shop. I spot he has walked in. I ask my current customer if it would be okay to see the guy. This is a policy in storage just in case there is a complaint. So I walk up to the guy, same jacket, same hair, same earring, and same scar. This is our conversation. Me. Are you all right there? Guy. Yeah, I'm here for an upgrade. Same thing as before. Me. You were just in here, guy. No, I have just walked in. Me. I literally just served you and your name is Dave, right? Guy. That is my name. How did you know that? So at this point, I am fascinated. He has no recollection of me at all, but I can remember his whole conversation. So I ask a colleague to continue with the other customer and I sit Dave down. I then head out to the back to find his paperwork to prove to him that I'm not a psycho and I couldn't find it in my folder. So I went to the manager's office and I thought he may have taken it out, but he hasn't taken it. I say, I have served this customer before and I have had a complete sale. He'll buy an S10e with a tablet and I have the paperwork and I just can't find it. He rightly thinks I'm crazy and tells me when he's less busy, we'll go check the CCTV. Which I don't know why we don't call that here in America. CCTV? Yeah. Closed caption television? CCTV is like your, is like security. Yeah. So, what, but we don't call security it security camera. I know, but CCTV here in America is closed caption television servers. <gasps> So are we recording and other people are experiencing it? Oh, oh no. my God. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. So I stumble back to the table and I sit down and I have the, exactly the same conversation with the guy. Almost to a letter, a daughter named Ellie, his wife had just gotten a new job and I pushed my luck and I said, you look like an Everton fan to me, which is the football team we both support. And he agreed. He also purchased the exact same thing, an S10 with a tab A, even the exact color, color with an U, a color. Simulation. So after the sale is completed, I rush back to the office and the, with the paperwork and slam it on my manager's desk. He is slightly f- freaked out at this point, rightfully so. So we check the CCTV together. Turns out on the CCTV, I served a family before I served that guy. I have no recollection of that oh, serving that family whatsoever, my but my Christ. signature is on their paperwork. If anyone has an explanation for this, please let me know. I am totally freaking out. <laughs> 
Listen. My name is Linda. I'm here to listen. <laughs> Please hold. Please hold. We're going to take a moment to um, um, process the trauma that we are experiencing right now. I hope that she has found the help that she needs with that. Oh, you assumed that it was a woman. Oh, I thought that she's... Gender oh. doesn't matter. I assumed a man. Weird. You and I are on different wavelengths with that. I, I just hope that they found the help that they need because that would that would drive someone crazy. Yes. Okay. You so, know, not having answers. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that you're right because Erica has told me before, you will drive yourself mad if you try to explain your night away. You yeah. can't. You have to you have to accept it for what it yeah. is and move forward and learn from it, but move forward. What do you what do you learn from that experience? That you just had a that you just had you were stepped into the matrix? Well, <laughs> like, what, like, what I learned was that like ev- very much like um, everything everywhere all at once. And also like there there's so many like moments in television history that I remember watching that would bring up memories of that night. So like everything everywhere all at once. Um, there's a moment in The Magicians, which was on sci-fi, where like Elliot and um Elliot and the main character who I cannot remember off the top of my head, they're going on a quest for a key. Yeah. And, and they experience an entire life together and then they finish the puzzle and then like them in like the future slash like other timeline past comes up and like figures out what is needed and stuff and i don't want to give too much away yeah. and I'm, I'm missing all of a, a small a bunch of small points but they did something and then at some point like them in the present like they get this um they get like a package of like peaches and it's like them from like another timeline where they're like hey like we did it and then like once they take a bite of the peach then they have flooding mm-hmm. memories of their entire life together trying to fix this puzzle and I know. And that's that, that's what those experiences are like. It's like it's it's like being it's downloaded information all at once. And mm-hmm. how do you know it's real? I don't I don't know. I can't explain it. You don't. Well, I I, I keep trying to, but you're I right. I mean, like if you experience something to me it's real. Like if you're if you're living it. Yeah. Why did I think of Dragon Tales? <laughs> Just for <laughs> Because like dragon they tales, like dragon tales. they put their hand on the scale and then they they get transferred to a time. Uh-huh. Something that I've 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 realized about myself is that I'm a very sen- like the five senses is something that really triggers things for me, uh-huh. and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I think that's just a human condition experience, where you you f- you smell something or you taste something, yeah, and you just like like that that's so raven. Oh yeah, where she she goes <gasps> yeah she because gets then sucked back yeah your your body is trying to remember. Do you think the EMDR has influenced that? Because it happens where you're more. Yes, because I'm 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 remembering so many more things than what I used to remember, and also like maybe that's partially because I'm not getting high all the time. But still, at the same time, like I'm remembering a lot of stuff that I've, and I don't even think I've like repressed it. But I, it was just like for some reason my body was like that's eh, not important, but now it's important. Yeah. So yes, I do think that is because of the um, EMDR. Yeah. Um, the OA on Netflix. Okay. Only they only got two seasons. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about like uh, things that on television and stuff that remind me of that movie that night, um, because the beautiful thing that happened before the traumatic experience was very similar to like a dance kind of thing. Like um, the group do the formations in the OA to open up a portal to another parallel universe. Okay. But then going back and rewatching it, I was like, oh my God, like I've experienced something like that. Um, Art imitates life. Yes. And then, yeah. and then, um, that makes me like question like the things that we're like being t- like movies and stuff. Like, is this real? Yeah. Are, you, are you trying to tell me something like the matrix inception, the movie you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier? Yeah. Fahrenheit nine 11, things like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the stuff that I was reading on the uh, Reddit threads, um, there is an obsessive compulsive disorder, obsessive compulsory thoughts that is related to um, like experiences kind of like that where like, today so i told lars mm-hmm. when our therapist called i felt like the first my first thing was what did i do wrong that the universe is punishing me for this but then right. i remind myself that i'm not the only one that's experiencing the loss of losing our therapist lars is doing it as well mm-hmm. the universe would not do that to you because i did something wrong. right 
you know? So um, again, like, you know, if you made it this far and you're not like going crazy, (laughs) 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 insert, insert monkey with the paw eyes emoji. (laughs) Or if you are somebody that is like this, where that can really get lost in those thoughts, where are my five senses? Yeah. What, What can I see? What can I taste? Because if anything that keeps you more grounded even knowing the truth, if any of that is true. And take your shoes off. Oh, yeah. Barefoot. Put your feet on the ground. Put your warty feet on my carpet. Literally. So you can feel the the feel the ground underneath you. Yeah. And I know those are all things easier said than done, but so is the rest of life. <laughs> <laughs> Thus is life. Thus is life. So I know today's episode was a little longer than usual. I hope you guys liked it. Good conversation. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Tonight was been so good. You guys. Mm, really oh great conversations. God. I love you so much. I love you. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I don't have anything else to say. Happy Independence Day uh, to the American listeners. Can I give you a quick um, historical um, um, tidbit about the 4th of July? So July 4th was actually not considered... It was technically not the day of independence. Okay. July 2nd is when Thomas Jefferson officially wrote it. Okay. And they voted, the Continental Congress actually voted on it as unanimously. 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 Okay. On the 4th is when they actually took it out to the street and read it. Also, real quick, you know the painting of all the founding fathers like hanging around that are signing it? That never happened. That never happened. They came and went as they could and signed it themselves. It's like coming in and like signing a log sheet. Yeah. There you go. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. That's the American tea. <laughs> Plus the tea party. <laughs> Which, weren't they bitching about taxes, taxing the tea? Now they fucking tax everything. Taxation without re- representation. If I that's what a, started the whole war. If I make a dollar, that dollar gets taxed. And then if but I, they give, were represented, if I give that dollar to you, then that dollar gets taxed going to you. And then if you go to spend that dollar somewhere, you're going to get taxed on the purchase that you're purchasing. Please save us. <laughs> Capitalism is killing us. Anyway, guys, we love you so much. We love you so much. You'll see us next Monday. And this is us signing out. Bye. Bye.